Today's episode is sponsored by Liquid IV. I work out every week, so it's important to stay hydrated. Plus, on top of working out, I've got a three-year-old whose favorite after-meal activity is to run laps, like the little psychopath that she is. Clearly, I need all the hydration I can get. That's why I like to use Liquid IV for my workouts and just for my daily drinking. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients. With three times the electrolytes of leading sports drinks, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick, it's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. And I mean, yeah, vitamins and electrolytes are nice and all, but what about taste? They've got white peach, green grape, raspberry melon, and my favorite, lemon lime. Tastes great to me. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration with Liquid IV. Get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use code R slash at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code R slash at liquidiv.com. Welcome to R slash Am I the Butthole, where OP kicks a pregnant teenager out of her house over a cat. Am I the butthole for kicking out my pregnant teenage stepdaughter over my cat? So, I'm a 35-year-old woman, and I've been with my fiancé, a 45-year-old man, for three years now. He has two kids, a 22-year-old daughter who's a lovely girl, and a 19-year-old daughter who we'll call Kim. Kim has always had a bad attitude to everyone, especially me. To be clear, I get along just fine with my fiancé's baby mama, so that's not the source of the hate. Kim is three months pregnant and living with us because we have more room for her and the baby. Kim's baby daddy stays sometimes, but he has two jobs along with his studies, so it's mainly been me who's taking care of her. Today her boyfriend came over, so my fiancé suggested that we let them have the house to themselves and go for a walk. About two hours later, I came home and noticed that my cat was missing. Kim hates my cat and has always wanted to get rid of him. I asked Kim where my cat was, and she said that my cat ran out the door, which I knew was BS, because my cat, Whiskey, is an elderly cat who won't even go on the porch if I don't bring him. So I checked the ring camera, and as expected, Kim threw Whiskey out and then ran her off. My fiancé tried saying that Kim is pregnant, so her hormones are all over the place, and pregnancy brain messes with women. He also said that he was going to bring up getting rid of Whiskey for the sake of the baby anyways. I was in tears until I looked over at Kim with a smug, satisfied look on her face and I effing lost it. I got up in her face and screamed that she had one hour to find my cat or I was going to throw all her stuff in the dumpster and I was done being her slave. She said that she wasn't looking for my stupid cat and to back off because I'm pregnant. My fiancé told me to calm down and that we'd look for the cat. I told him, no, I'll look for my cat, and when I get back, his daughter better be gone. And if he had an issue, then he could leave too, because I was sick of dealing with his little b-word of a daughter who everyone, including her own parents and boyfriends, avoids. I didn't wait for them to respond. I did hear Kim crying, though. Luckily, I found my cat in some bushes about 20 minutes later. When I arrived home, they were both in the living room, and my fiancé said that he wanted to talk, but first he said that I owed Kim an apology. I told him to go F himself, and she had better start packing. Kim is at her boyfriend's family home as far as I know, and my fiancé is now not talking to me. Then OP posted an update. My ex-fiancé's oldest daughter, Kate, is an animal lover like myself. Her father asked to stay with her for a few nights, and he was going on and on about how I made poor Kim try to catch a cat in her condition. 
Unlike her younger sister, Kate is a very smart girl, and she can see BS from a mile away. And obviously, she knows her own sister, so she called Kim to ask for her side of the story. Kim was more honest and basically told her that she and her dad planned it as some of you suggested. Their plan was for her baby daddy to take the cat and dump the cat on some back road. However, he wouldn't do it because, in Kim's words, he's just a pussy. So they got into a fight about it, and thankfully, since Kim is so lazy, she just kicked Whiskey out and closed the door. Kate told me that the way Kim is talking about me and Whiskey, even if she doesn't move back in, she's gonna do something to get revenge on Whiskey. So from there, I decided to break up with my fiancé. Don't worry about Whiskey's safety, I've changed all the locks on my house. My ex-fiancé's begging and BS promises have already started, but my mind is made up. I'm done being his ATM slave for him and his spoiled B-word of a daughter. You know, OP, when I read the title, Am I the Butthole for Kicking Out My Pregnant Teenage Stepdaughter Over a Cat, I was like, ooh, it's not looking good for you, OP. But now that I've reached the end of the story, this is an easy 0 out of 5 buttholes for you. Based on the way this story is written, OP doesn't really say it, but I'm guessing OP is the owner of the house and the fiancé just lives there with the daughter. So these people come into your house, disrespect you, try to effectively kill your cat, and then expect you to just suck it up and apologize? Give me a break. I'm giving Kim and your fiancé 4 out of 5 buttholes. Just don't mess with people's pets, man. Am I the butthole for telling my sister that her son is only special to her? I'm a 26-year-old woman and I have three older siblings. This is about my oldest sister, Abby, who's 37. Abby has a 5-year-old son and I have a 1-year-old daughter. Abby dealt with years of fertility issues and probably had over 10 miscarriages. Then she had her son, and of course, he was Abby's miracle rainbow baby. We were so happy for her. But that led to Abby spoiling her son and letting him get away with everything because he's a miracle and he's special. Everyone's always had to bite their tongue when it comes to her son because of that. On Saturday, I had my daughter's first birthday party. It was mostly family and a few of my close friends were invited. I invited Abby and her son because everyone else in our family was invited, so I felt bad to exclude her. We had different activities for the kids to do. Abby's son didn't like any of them. He was upset that none of the presents were for him. He didn't want to eat any of the food that we had. He then tried to push the birthday cake off the table because apparently he was mad the cake wasn't his. I got super upset at Abby for allowing her son to act that way. She went on to say that her son is special. I said that her son is only special to her, which is understandable. But to everyone else, he's a spoiled brat, which shouldn't be overlooked because he's your special miracle baby. Abby called me a B-word and left crying. A few family members have since called me a butthole because I've never dealt with a miscarriage, so I don't understand how painful it was for Abby to deal with years of that before her son. It's not like I don't realize her son is special to her, but it doesn't give the excuse for Abby to allow him to act like a spoiled brat. Yeah, this is a super easy entitled parent slash entitled kid situation. I'm on your side, OP. I'm giving you 0 out of 5 buttholes. I'm giving your sister 2 out of 5 buttholes. She desperately needs a reality check. Am I the butthole for telling off my wife after getting our daughter to cut her hair off even after being told not to? My wife is currently battling cancer, and one of the things she's told me she's struggling with the most was losing her hair. She's been given a near 100% chance of survival since we caught it early, but the chemotherapy has destroyed her hair anyways, and she had to shave off what was left of it a few weeks ago. 
Not long after that, she suggested that we attempt to get our 17-year-old daughter, Anna, to do so as well. Anna has very long hair that she puts a lot of care into, so I felt that it was appropriate to ask her in private if she wanted to or if she'd be willing to do such a thing. My daughter told me that she didn't want to cut her hair, and I figured that was the end of that. However, yesterday, they came home from a girl's shopping trip, something they do every so often, and Anna had a buzzed haircut. That struck me as odd after what she said, so after dinner, I talked to her, and she told me that my wife had said that she would never forgive Anna if she didn't show her support by buzzing her head. I asked her if she was happy about it, and she said that she wasn't. When I went to bed, I brought it up with my wife and she said, It was Anna's choice to or not. I just told her how I see the situation. I told her off, saying that she needs to respect Anna's personal choices and that a 17-year-old girl being against shaving her head wasn't exactly out of the ordinary. However, my wife simply said that it was to show support for her. I've been sleeping on the couch since. I love my wife, and I understand that she's going through something traumatic. However, her attitude comes off as very manipulative to me, and that's not the behavior that I can personally accept. I'm not sure if I can move past this to continue the relationship. Am I the butthole? Definitely not the butthole here, OP. In my opinion, what your wife did to your daughter is basically abuse. I mean, not basically abuse. It is abuse. It is abusive behavior. Essentially, what your wife wanted to do was drag her loved ones down with her, because I guess misery loves company. I think what your wife did has probably permanently damaged her relationship with you and her relationship with her daughter. OP, you and your daughter get 0 out of 5 buttholes. I'm giving your wife 3 out of 5 buttholes. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in education into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Am I the butthole for letting people know through social media the reasons that I wasn't at my dad's wedding? I'm an 18-year-old woman, and I've always been pretty close to my dad. I'm closer to my mom, but I often visited my dad about three to four times a week. A few years ago, he started dating Anna. Anna and I always got along, so when my dad proposed, I was happy. Anna seemed like she would be a great stepmom. Well, a few weeks before the wedding, after I'd bought everything, dress, shoes, etc., my dad and Anna said they needed to talk to me, and Anna and my dad decided to have a child-free wedding, which I get, especially for young kids. Well, turns out, child-free meant no one under 18 years old. On the day of the wedding, I was still going to be 17, so therefore, I'm not allowed to be at the wedding because Anna wants to stay true to the child-free rule, even for the daughter of the groom and her about-to-be stepdaughter. The funny thing is that my 18th birthday was just two days after the wedding, but still, I wasn't allowed to go. The wedding was just last weekend, the 12th, and my birthday was yesterday, the 14th. I haven't talked to Anna or my dad since they told me that I couldn't attend the wedding since I wasn't an adult. My mom ended up taking me on a birthday vacation, and yesterday I posted birthday pictures on Facebook. And I said that I'm finally an adult, so I'm glad that my dad and Anna didn't allow me at their wedding since I was under 18 and I feel much more mature since yesterday. The family was freaking out asking if that was true and bashing my dad and Anna. I later got a bunch of texts from my dad and Anna calling me immature and a selfish brat, and that's why I was too immature to be at a wedding. 
I was talking to some friends, and they said that I was kind of a butthole for doing that, and I should have just let it go. Oh, man. I'm sorry, Opie. This is actually kind of funny. No children. That includes people who are 17 years and 363 days old. You little baby. We don't want little babies at our wedding. Go goo goo gaga cry into a bottle, you little baby. Okay, so I'm starting to think that the no kids rule wasn't really about having no kids. It was about having no OP. It may as well have been a no OP rule. I mean, even if OP were like 12, I don't think anyone would be upset if they had a no kids rule. But the one exception was the groom's daughter. OP, <laughs> sorry, this is just so stupid. I'm giving you zero out of five buttholes. I'm giving your dad and Anna three out of five buttholes. Am I the butthole for not moving out of the property that my parents gave me so that my golden child sister, her husband and kid couldn't move in? I'm a 34-year-old woman, and my sister, who's 31, was the first among four siblings to have kids. Her kid is now five years old. My niece is incredibly spoiled by my sister, our parents, and extended family. And my parents bend over backwards for my sister's requests. Like canceling their anniversary trip because my sister asked to babysit while she goes on a girl's weekend. This spring, my boyfriend passed away. At the same time, I lost my job. I had a lot going on, so I moved back to my hometown. My parents own a rural property that they used to rent out. The property had been empty for a while and it was fairly run down. My parents invited me to stay there rent-free and told me that it was my home for as long as I needed. I invested a lot of my time and money into getting the house fixed up. I also made friends with Ola, a Ukrainian refugee with a young daughter. Ola was struggling and I invited her to stay with me for a couple of months while she gets back on her feet. She was very thankful, but hasn't made a firm response yet as she's trying to make things work independently. My parents had no issue with this. Until recent drama. My brother-in-law has been working for a shady company, which skirted regulations for profits. The law caught up with the owner, who folded the company and left the country. As a result, my sister's family abruptly moved to our hometown, moving in with my parents. Almost immediately, my parents and sister approached me to swap. I move in with our parents, and my sister and her family take my place. They said the house I lived in was too large for one person, and it'd be so much better for my niece to live in a beautiful property in nature. I don't understand. My parents have two guest rooms, so my sister and brother-in-law and the kid can each have their own bedrooms. I sure didn't at the age of five. My brother-in-law is still loaded from his old job and could easily get them a new place too. They're also buying a flashy car. When I mentioned my work on the property, it was dismissed. When I reminded them about Olha, my parents were outraged that I was still intent on helping someone else other than a family member. They kept making out my sister's situation to be nearly as bad as Olha's. Eventually, it came down to my parents saying, You're living on our property. You'll do as we want. I said, Well, you gave this house to me and said this house was mine for as long as I needed it. So if it comes down to it, you can evict me. My parents are not evicting me, but I receive daily calls and messages from them and extended family guilt-tripping me and calling me a butthole for not giving up the more comfortable space to my sister, who's in such a difficult situation and has a little child. Only my brothers see my side, but since they're young men in college, their opinions mean nothing to my family. I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. Am I the butthole? Alright, this feels like an everyone sucks here situation. Obviously, the sister's super spoiled, and the parents are spoiling the sister. But at the same time, OP, it's just, it's not your house. That's the reality of the situation. 
It really sucks that they're giving so much favoritism toward your sister, especially since you lost a boyfriend, not just a job, so you're just as entitled to the house as your sister is. But at the end of the day, your parents are right. It's not your house, so you don't really have a say in what happens to it. So I sympathize with OP because she's the victim here. It's just, uh... I don't know, OP. I think the best thing you can do is just cut ties with your family because it seems like they're a toxic influence. So, OP, I'm giving you two out of five buttholes for not giving up the house, and I'm giving your sister and your parents 3.5 out of five buttholes for the entitlement and favoritism. Am I the butthole for walking out of a wedding that I was a part of and ruining the day? I dated my ex-boyfriend, John, for four years, and things got serious enough that we were starting to plan for our future, wedding, kids, etc. I thought we were pretty happy, but last year, he dumped me pretty suddenly. I tried to figure out what went wrong, but he said that it was personal and that I should respect his space. During this time, my best friend Stacy and her fiancé Time were my rocks, letting me crash at their place and just being overwhelmingly supportive and loving. When Stacy asked me to be her maid of honor, I thought that it was a no-brainer and I happily took on the task. Fast forward to what happened this weekend, the morning of the wedding. Tom asked me to meet him for breakfast super early in the morning before all the festivities. I thought it was weird, but I assumed that he maybe wanted me to pass something on to Stacy. What happened instead was Tom let me know that a few days prior, Stacy admitted to him that she had an affair with my ex, John, which was what led to my breakup. He said that Stacy wanted to come clean to start their marriage fresh and that he was forgiving her to move forward. He had gone back and forth about whether or not he should tell me and finally decided to spill the beans. I guess he had expected me to forgive Stacy too because the affair was so long ago, but the opposite pretty much happened and I just walked out of the wedding. It ended up causing a huge mess because I was basically running the whole wedding. Stacy made me do everything, so she didn't even know what was happening at certain times or who to call. Not only that, but everyone realized the maid of honor wasn't there. Stacy had headshots and bios of the party on her wedding page, and news of the affair eventually got out because her cousin knew John. Stacy and Tom have both been slandering me online now, saying that I ruined their once-in-a-lifetime moment. Some of their friends are on their side, saying that I should have handled the situation more privately, and at least stuck out the wedding since it was so last minute. I personally don't know what Tom expected, but either way, I've been getting bombarded with texts and I heard that Stacy has been so upset that she had to take time off work, which does make me feel like a butthole, especially since I've been ignoring her calls. Oh man, come on OP, you cannot let people turn this around on you. Your friend slept with your boyfriend of four years and then lied to you every single day that you lived with her, and then suddenly it's your fault that you ruined her special moment? No, she ruined her special moment when she cheated on her fiancé. OP, you get an easy 0 out of 5 buttholes. I'm giving Tom 1 out of 5 buttholes because even though he shouldn't criticize you through text afterwards, I will give him some props for giving you the truth. Stacy and your boyfriend, however, get 3.5 out of 5 buttholes. That was r slash am I the butthole. And if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.